We're back. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, episode, episode six. six. Six episodes. Six episodes. You look like you're going to die. I feel like it. <laughs> I can't believe it's only been a week. I'm still like hung up on that. I feel like we did. We recorded our last episode I also three have, days ago. I also have just been working straight since we recorded last. I know I had one day off. You had one day off. So like I just I I feel like I'm I'm in a haze <laughs> of would you like a margarita <laughs> and what kind and what kind salt. And, I had a dude, oh my god, I had a dude order his margarita like this. He goes, I want a jalapeno margarita, no sugar, emphasis on the jalapeno. Fuck that guy. God, it's like, <laughs> like, like and, I, and I use a British accent because he had one. And, uh... Emphasis on the jalapeno. The longer I work in the service industry, the more I realize I'm becoming kind of racist towards British people. <laughs> well, they're not a race. Well, they are. <laughs> uh, they definitely are, and I am of that uh, ilk. Because oh, I remember going over there, turning to my mom, and going, everybody here looks like us. Like, specifically me and you. They don't look like Dad. Dad's German. Okay, I'm German. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they look like us, and they're all very annoyingly atheists, and they don't tip well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, great, you don't believe in God. Cool. It's like, I get that you don't tip in England. Yeah, but... But please tip here. You know where you are now is not where you were. Oh, yeah. Whenever you were born. That's what... Oh, my God. And the I, other thing that gets me about British people and is that... A lot of them lose their accent when they're not around British people anymore, which makes me think that it's all just a fucking ruse. It's all a ruse. It's all made up. They don't actually talk like that. that the crazy moment we come in the room, they're like, oh, 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 hello, yes, yes. And then they leave and they're like, all right, somebody give me a beer. That heightened stylized accent shit goes away. Yeah. And there's a, there's a slight tinge of it when they're talking to other English people, but it's not like this. Oh my god. Oh, I want to sweep your chimney. Uh, and it's totally okay to be racist against British people because they suck. They, you know, they can really, really suck. Yeah. And, so, and they wreaked havoc all over the world for centuries. Oh my so god. They don't fucked feel bad a lot of lives up. And it's funny because I have a very close personal friend who is was born and raised out, not born, born in San Antonio. Moved to England, where her mother is from, when she was two years old, and was raised about forty-five minutes outside of London in a little village. That sounds awesome. And she every time she has a she has an English accent. It's nothing crazy. She's lived in New York for like eleven years. Yeah. But you can definitely you're talking to her. Okay, she's from England. Yeah. But whenever the subject of England being a bunch of dicks comes up, she's like, I'm born from born in San Antonio, Texas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's conveniently Texan, and then when, it, when the tables get turned, she's God, conveniently two English. Of the most annoying groups of people in the world: Texans and Texans Brits. Texans and Brits. Oh my God! I, I'm, I'm glad you're friends with the, with this person because I think if I met them, I would. Just you know like, her? Oh, do I? Yeah, she's awesome. Oh, okay. Who is this person? Jessica. Jessica who? Of Jessica and Rami. Oh! Oh, she's born in San Antonio? Born in San Antonio. Her dad's from Texas. Oh, Jessica's awesome. Jessica's awesome. I take it back. It's just, I was more so complimenting her that she knows how to play the game. Yeah, yeah. She knows how to be a Texan when she needs to be a Texan and a Brit when she needs to be a Brit. I like her. <laughs> I like her because she wasn't turned off by me. Exactly. Like, like and I was... I, when we met, I was like explicitly very gross. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, this this story. Yeah, this story is happening. So myself, Andrea, Jessica, Rami, and Matt all went to the Whitney Museum. Where I'm a night. member, by the way. He is a member I'm of like the Whitney. VIP over there. Get on my st get on his status. Yeah. you can't do I, it. You can cut the line with me if you want. <laughs> get on his status. All you got to do is pay. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we're there. We've gone through the whole museum, and we're in the gift shop and me and Rami are standing there and Matt's facing us with his back to the aisle of the gift shop and he walks up to us and goes hey guys check this out and I and I thought I had a little fart like in me just like a little just like a little one of those and it turned out to be a it like reverberated through the entire lobby of the Whitney and it, I didn't realize there was like an old man directly behind me and he looked back like, he started he started 
running away, and he looked back at Matt with a look that says, "My God, <laughs> fuck you! What have you done? What have you done? I can't believe you've done this." <laughs> Edward Hopper rolls in his grave. Uh, no, it was. Uh, and then two days later, yeah. Matt just texts me in quotations, "The fart." <laughs> anyway, Jessica thought that was hilarious, as opposed to disgusting. Yeah, she so thought it she's was cool in my book. And Rami, Rami. Oh man, those are good people. Yeah. I, they, I know they want to listen to the podcast. I don't oh. know if they have because they've been in Europe for two weeks. What? Doing what? Well, they went British to, things. They went to Paris. They went to Berlin. Oh, yeah, it was not really, British things. Really cool. Okay. Um, I, I mean, they may have stopped in and saw her family. It's right there. I've been watching this uh, <laughs> British m- murder mystery show called Father Brown. Uh-huh. It's with Mister Weasley. Oh, really? Uh, he plays this priest. It's in the 1950s countryside of England. Oh, shit. And it is just like, if you need to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. It is so wholesome and just, like, innocent and boring and, like, and, like white. <laughs> like, it is oh, just... <laughs> I say, what are you doing? Counting matches. The most the most exciting episode was I think I'm like it was like at the end of episode or of season one where or series one rather. Oh, and the BBC. other thing the other thing about this is that it's got like six series, which is pretty rare in England. Yeah, normally it's like normally three. it's like two or three. Yeah. So it's a long running show apparently, but I just saw it on Netflix and turned it on one day and took a liking to it. But it it just makes me Makes me miss England a bit. Yeah, England's very cool. England's a very cool. Place. Whenever you're there, but whenever they leave, they're they're awful for the most part. <laughs> I like I how they have Charles Darwin on their money. That's that fu- is that's like awesome. the coolest shit ever. England's awesome. I want to go to Ireland so bad. I can almost taste it. Like I want to go. To I've I- never been. I want to go to Ireland and also. Scotland. I had I had zero desire to ever go to Glasgow. Yeah. Until the Bourdain episode. Right? He and makes like, you want to go. I was like, okay, like the food looks way less than good, but yeah. the nightlife just looks like my cup of right. tea. Well, and I love that the food is just drunk food. Oh yeah, everything, or at least everything he was eating was yeah. just like he's like, yeah, we've we've got haggis and we cover it in tikka masala sauce and, <laughs> and we deep fry it and then give you some plantains. What do you want? What do you want? We're just going to deep fry it and pour sauce all over it. Except in a Scottish accent. Yeah, except I'm not going to do a Scottish accent. With some plantains? Plantains. What was that? I guess there's plantains. 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 I guess. What's your back? You might. I keep going into Irish every time I try to do a Scottish accent. But it's Scottish accents are like further back in your throat. Drunker. Look here. Yeah, they're like drunker. Ugh, I don't know. Every, every time I hear a Scottish person speak, I feel like they're about to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of vomiting, yeah, well, you had to do your laundry today. God, <laughs> I was I my I uh, I used to just do drop off service, and I have really sensitive skin, and they didn't take my request seriously. So I am back, you know, In slumming the it. In the laundromat. In the laundromat. Then I'm going to do a little review of my local laundromat. Ladies and gentlemen, we introduce to you Matt Butterfield's review of his local laundromat. It's on uh, Jefferson Avenue and Broadway and on the edge of Bed-Stuy in uh, Bushwick. And it is... Emphasis on the bush. Oh, it is super super bush league. Every time... You know, it's not the worst laundromat I've been to in Bushwick. The, the one that I used to live closest to was just like so epically terrible. But like, like you would literally like the machines didn't work, and then you wouldn't realize that the machines didn't work until after you loaded your clothes, oh, and then God they would get it. mad at you for like using the non-working machine. And I'm like, a sign would be helpful. Anyway, that's not this laundromat. That's the last laundromat. The, this new laundromat. Is interesting because it is always full. It is always jam packed. Like there's never not a ton of people in there, and they're always just like like today. This while I was loading my clothes, this woman was just staring at me, smiling at me from across. Like she's like 50 years old, or actually she can be anywhere from 38 to 67. 
That's how old this woman <laughs> oh my was. God. That's like it's like it's like what like I don't know what and she's and I am loading my clothes up. I am not in a good mood because I uh, I just not. It's the morning and I'm doing laundry and I and it's my day off and I don't want to be there and I used to be able to pay people to do this but now they won't do it right and the whole world is against me and everything is bad and then I looked down and I saw a cockroach and the whole it's just disgusting. It, like uh, uh, I'm being a little silly but also not but this woman <laughs> was just staring at me and i don't know what to do when that happens what do you do when someone just stares at you and smiles and you don't know this person and like i don't want to get aggressive can i interject real yeah quick? and just this is just some advice yeah this isn't me telling you what to do whatever but this is advice from my mother julie yes. beery one time when i was about 10 years old we're walking through the walmart parking lot and she's on the phone with her mom so she's already in a bad mood and she, this guy is leaning up against the tailgate of his truck and he's just staring at my mom and she goes mom hold on just a second puts her phone down looks at that guy and goes can i help you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> see i don't feel like i can pull that off in my neighborhood <laughs> bad on my neighbors. In fact, I think that's very good that I wouldn't be able to pull that off. Just me, a 30-year-old man, almost 30-year-old man yelling at an elderly woman. What the fuck do you want? Smiling at me. But what does she want? What does she want? Leave me alone. She wants that D, son. She wants that... Well, we did go back and fuck later. Well, well, I mean, party Uh, of... So the day after after that, you can't tell if she was 37 or 68? I'm not asking for IDs. I mean, that's good. Just keep the lights out. That's all I'm saying. You never know. (laughs) You never know what you're going to (laughs) get. Old Brooklyn vaginas like a box of chocolates. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, Too far? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) We'll find out. They'll let us know. Fuck it. All all four listeners will let us know. All of our parents will let us know. (laughs) Oh, my God. My my dad. I've been getting so much feedback about my mom. You think I would threaten violence on you? And I'm like, yes! (laughs) What do you mean? That's a question that you have? (laughs) Of course I do. That was the... I mean, she never did. She, my mom never touched me once, but there was always the threat. <laughs> She's so scary. No, I'm kidding, Mom. I love you. Uh, and please keep listening. We desperately need it. One thing that she keeps bringing up to me that I have not looked into at all is how do people subscribe to this thing? I don't know. I don't they know if you can on, on SoundCloud. Can I you? I don't know. I, I tell them. That, yeah, there's a thing. You can follow us. You can follow us. That's yeah, what it is. It's Modelo time. Yep. Breaking it open. It's like 77 degrees, a.k.a. 100 degrees in New York City. Yeah, so. with the humidity. Oh, my God. Whoa. I'm going to the beach tomorrow. I know. I can't wait. It's going to be I'm great. I'm thinking about going, uh, taking that ferry out by your house. Yeah. I, well, it's a little out of my way, but it's a boat. It's a boat, and there's a bar on the boat. Exactly. And you can ride on top of the boat the entire way to the beach. Right, and there's no bar on the subway. And there's not. And you can't ride and you the, can and it's the, explicitly against the rules. You can't drink on the subway. Yeah. You, I mean, it's so you much can. better, so much better on the ferry. I drink on the subway. Not all the time. Not Come all on. the time. But Sometimes. one of my favorite things I've ever seen is a woman on, like, a Saturday morning passing around a flask. Nothing <laughs> 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 uh, uh, so I guess that's my brief review of this weird-ass laundromat. Oh, here's the deal. Here's what I actually... Because I wanted to, like... Because I, I was thinking about how long it takes to do laundry. Right. And that's why it bothers me so much. Because I'm staying... I just have to be in this shithole for three hours. And um, I broke it down. And most of it is just transportation, man. Like, yeah. like carrying that shit a block and, like, going down my stoop. Literally, like, in order to get out of my house with my laundry basket and bag, I have to, like, get a stick and unlock the bolt at the top of the ceiling of the front of my house so that I can open both doors, French door style, and then, like... Haul it down the the stoop. It is a mess. I am like I'm tired from listening. Exactly. Okay. Yes. I will take my low square footage studio because of my washer dryer in the apartment. Yeah, but like, there are washers and dryers in Brooklyn. I just need to find an apartment that has one. <laughs> my friend has one, but she also has like sixteen roommates. Oh God. Not really, but no, but, but still. four. Oh, that's a lot of roommates. It's, 
too many roommates. So she has four roommates, I or there's so. four bedrooms. She's the fourth roommate, or she's the fifth. No, roommate. she's the fifth roommate. That's way too many people to yeah. live with. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I mean, whatever. But like, damn, that's a lot. She shares a bathroom with three of those people. Oh my god, four people in one bathroom. Two women. No. Yeah. No. Yep. Oh, my whole head hurts. They also pay like pennies in rent. Oh, that's true. I mean, that's I guess why they do it. That's the good that's side. That's why of it. they do it. But yeah. it's still like, and I guess they have a lot. I don't know. That's just New a, York's so weird. It's just a lot, dude. That's a lot of people, right? Like you're never home alone. That's a lot of personalities. You're never, you're never Winnie the Pooh. No. <laughs> you're never Winnie the Pooh. You're never walking around. You're never with walking your shirt around, no dick pants. out. Like just saying with your shirt on, dick out, just you're relax. Ne- you never get to enjoying yourself, you never eating get to honey. Donald Duck it around your house. <laughs> never <laughs> eating honey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, you weirdo! <laughs> well, so you do that. Uh, so I there walk you go. around with a t-shirt on, but no pants, eating honey. Yeah, can't say that I've ever done that. Uh, you're not living life. Um, I've done completely naked eating peanut butter, though. I can't eat peanut butter. God yeah. damn it! I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm an insensitive almond prick. butter. Almond butter. I'll fuck with some almond oh. butter, even though every jar is like fifteen dollars. Yeah, because it's <sighs> hot and happening, and it's healthier. No, it's not. That's what they said. How? Who? I don't know. Idiots. I'm making this shit up as I go. You did something new. I did something new. It's not new at all, but it's, you did it. It's not new at all, and when I first said that I did this for the very first time, Matt almost jumped off the couch and strangled me. It's weird that I you have sh- never done this. I shopped at Whole Foods for the very first time yesterday. You lived in Austin, Texas, and the surrounding areas for six years? I went to H-E-B. But Whole Foods, the, like the Whole Foods, like the the flagship store, is yeah, in Austin, and it's Sixth, awesome. It's at Sixth and Lamar. I know. I just I never went. I fucking love that Whole Foods. I never went. I've never shopped at Whole Foods. Yesterday, get five dollar bottles of wine. I used to think that was a really good deal <laughs> until Trader Joe's came around and they were like three dollar bottles of wine, three buck chuck, two yep. buck chuck in the rest of the country. Yeah, interesting note. Yeah, but so me and Andrea, uh, we got on with this uh, dietitian uh-huh. who gave us this list of meals and like just great recipes and very specific things that you need to buy. The kind of stuff you have to go to Whole Foods to get. They don't have it at TJ's. Flax seeds. <laughs> no, no flax seeds, but. You're 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 on the, you're thinking correctly. All right, so they don't have this shit at Trader Joe's. They don't have this at TJ's. So we go there. The one in Tribeca, it's huge. It's the entire first floor of a building that's an entire city block. It's massive, and it's gorgeous. And they have shit that I never knew existed. Like what? Turkey ham. Yeah, that's a thing. Fuck. Where have I been? That's a deli's. How do you know this? I don't know. I, I don't. Eat. Sorry, I don't hang out in delis. I, I eat at delis a lot. No, I don't. There's this one deli near me that they don't have uh, any pork products because they're Muslim and, they're, uh, and they don't want to. I think what it is is they don't want to wear gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, I want to put my hands all over your meat. So anytime I'm like, can I get a ham sandwich? They're like, it's turkey ham. And I'm like, you know what I fucking want. Just, I never have I'm, heard of turkey ham until There's turkey yesterday. everything. There's like turkey. I know turkey bacon. Yeah, turkey bacon. But I never heard specifically turkey ham. It doesn't taste like Ham, ham, really. I mean, it's vaguely does. It, okay. It's like juicy, juicy turkey, which is actually not bad. Well, anyway, I mean, moving on from the turkey ham. Yeah. They're also their meat section was just like pretty a, wild. It was a godsend. Yeah. These New York strips that just were the most amazingly beautifully marbled things I've ever seen. Yeah. Because I've never actually seen a wagyu in real life. Yeah. Which is how's a wagyu? Uh, Japanese Kobe beef, or it's. Beef from the Kobe region of Japan. Have you never heard of Wagyu? I mean, I, I know what Kobe is. Okay, well, Wagyu is the actual type of cow. Oh. Kobe is the region of Japan where they're from. Okay. So, anyway. It's like $500 steaks. Yeah, something like that. My oh. buddy Greg, who's been in Vegas playing the World Series of Poker for the last month. No! Gre- yeah. Oh, you... What the fuck? You haven't told me this. So, hold on. We'll get there. He had a $200... 
I'm so uh, worried about Greg. <laughs> I'm so worried about Greg. Breaking news. Breaking news. What the fuck? So let's wrap this up real quick. Yeah. Whole Foods was a fantastic experience. I spent a shit ton of money, but it was worth <laughs> every penny. That's where they get you. Because I felt awesome yeah, while I was awesome. in there. So, so anyway, so Greg. Is in the World Series of Poker? Well, he's trying to get in. Okay. So you have to accrue a $10,000 buy-in to buy into the main event of the World Series of Poker. Mm-hmm. So right now, there are tons of tournaments going on because okay. it's like eight days until the World Series of Poker starts, I think. So he was out there for 24 days, sponsored by his rich English friend. Oh, no. Speaking of the Brits. Yeah. Sponsored by his rich English friend, plus... So in Atlantic City and New Orleans, it's super hard to cash in your status as like your status with the casinos for uh-huh. free rooms. Uh-huh. In Vegas, there's so much competition; they're just handing out free rooms to anybody with status. Wow! And Greg is top level status with the Caesars Corporation oh, and the Harris Corporation. Yeah, I know. And so he got so he's just bouncing between hotels, doing five free nights. Each time, so like five free nights at the Rio, five free nights at um, Mandalay Bay, five free nights at the whatever. How's he doing? Um, he went with thirty one hundred. He got all the way up to twelve thousand, and then dropped down. Now he came. He came back to New York two days ago to handle some business, um, and he came back at thirty two hundred. So he's up a hundred bucks. All right. After being up, after being all the way up to twelve thousand dollars, <laughs> that's gambling for you. He man. had, well, he had the ten thousand dollar buy-in, but he had, yeah. <laughs> he had it three weeks before the World Series. Oh. <laughs> so he had to keep playing because he's a gambling addict. Yeah. Well, he, he doesn't yeah. listen to this show. Okay, so good. <laughs> he keeps saying he means to listen to it, but he doesn't have yeah, the time, yeah. which means he's never going to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I'm going to listen to it. I promise. Hey, oh, oh my God. I oh meant to. I meant to. I meant to. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> we don't need to, we don't need to tell the, 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 the box office that we're here. <laughs> Sorry, that was a deep cut. Uh, oh, yeah, brother. Very weird. Um, so, yeah, he's been over there. And that's he's been wild. playing. And he went back today. He was he back in New York. came back with all of his appendages. None he, of them were broken. That's true. No gonorrhea that we know of. Yeah. Um, he was back in New York for three days. We met up and had some drinks last night. We talked. We chit-chatted. And uh, chit-chatted. Yeah. Is that how you say that? Sure. Whatever. Moving right along. So, he's doing all right. He's not killing himself. He's not going insane. He met Siegfried from Siegfried and Roy. Did Roy die? Uh, no, Roy's still alive. Yeah. But um, okay. Greg was at the tiger pen. They have this like garden where they have all the tigers, and oh apparently God. Siegfried lives like right behind it. And they're looking at the plaque of Siegfried and Roy in the tiger garden, <laughs> and he looks over, and there's Siegfried. And Siegfried just walks up to him and is, like, kind of blatantly flirting with Greg, even though Greg's on-again, off-again girlfriend is with him. Whatever. And he's, like, scratching and rubbing his arm. And then all of a sudden, he, Greg thinks, okay, well, I I mean, i got to have sex with this man now. No! And Greg! Right, right when Greg had resigned himself to the fact that he was going to hook up with Siegfried, Siegfried just from his armpit pulls out a gold coin. A gold Siegfried and, Roy, Siegfried and Roy coin and gives it to him and says, this is your lucky coin. And then he just disappears into this the... This is a true yes, story? He disappears into the garden. This is a true story. I, I see the pictures of it and everything. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like a... Like a Greg is... You know so, what I? He needs to be a guest of the pod. He, just, well, he just, just, just get him. It's like he's been in, he's been he's in been Vegas. Scorsese films. He's been in Scorsese movies. Like he, like, he toured Europe doing Greece in like four different languages. Yeah. He was in T- Tony and Tina's wedding off Broadway for a decade. But then he's just like this. Guy, I don't know. When I meet Greg, I don't expect all the stories that I get. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's so unassuming and kind of <laughs> just... I don't know. I don't want to like talk bad about him, but he just struggles. He's mild mannered. He struggles like like the whenever I mentioned like we don't need to tell the box office. He had gotten us tickets to a comedy show one night, <laughs> and and they were free tickets, and. He, and he, we were like, okay, can you go get the tickets for us? Because they're under your name. 
And he was just like, no, 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 they know we're here. And I'm like, they don't know that we're here. Have you or have you spoken to them? And he's like, no, 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 no. And, and it's like, Greg, you have to go get the tickets or else we are not going to get in. And it took, like, literal, like, berating. Like, like Greg, go get the fucking tickets. Like, like, I had to be, like, looking into his face like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, like, I had to why get, won't you do this? I had you to, have to do it. I had to get Lauren to start yelling at him. Yeah. Like, like, and so, like, and, like, that's just every interaction that he has all day, every day, is like that. And so, it, then, but then he's like, yeah, you know, I just met Scott Marty Scorsese and, you know, put me in Wolf of Wall Street and, you know, and then, you know, I'm also a degenerate sort of, like, you know, world-famous gambler. Like, like. Like, who is this dude? Like, he's... He is... He's, I guess I'm going to have to just fuck Siegfried. I guess that's what he, the way it is. I'm just going to have to fuck him. And just completely change everything I've ever done about my life and, live, and lived. Like, I've never, ever done this before, but I'm going to do it now because I'm... Because and I'm, Siegfried I've got my on-again, on off-again girlfriend. With me that I'm just going to ditch so that I can go just fuck this guy. This 80-year-old... This 80-year-old... Siegfried looks so terrible, all the plastic surgery, yeah. that when Greg sent the picture to his mom, his mom replied, Is that a wax figure? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Greg is honestly. And he knows that he frustrates me because I frustrate the shit out of him too. We went on a trip to New Orleans. Yeah. And we were just both frustrating each other. Yeah. We still had a great time, but you know how that goes. Yeah. Um, for as much as we frustrate each other, Greg is. Honestly, probably the most interesting person I've met in New York City. That's probably true. I mean, he, yeah, it's insane. Like, because like, he just like every time I'm with him, I'm like, "What happened to you?" And his stories are so outlandish that you tend to like in your head, like that's embellished or that's bullshit. That's bullshit. But then he pulls up the clip of him in Wolf of Wall Street, but then, and you're like, "What?" Or like when you go do stuff with him, yeah, when you go on a trip with him or whatever it is. Shit like that happens yes. to you. Yes. It's like everything is just attracted you to guys, this guy. You guys were at WrestleMania, right? Yes. And you had your tickets that you had paid for and you knew where they were. And then he had the balls to go to the box office and say, these seats are uncomfortable. Move us up. And we like, not like only, I would never so even think to do that. I, I would did like that. that would never cross my and mind. At the time, I was Absolutely furious because you because that's insane. He meant we paid for like six hundred dollar seats. We had dead center on the ring seats. Yeah, and he missed the beginning of WrestleMania. Oh with my the god! Pot, with the I in, forgot about all that. The intro yeah. video, the pyro. He missed that. He missed the opening Intercontinental Championship match. He missed the women's title match between Oscar and Charlotte Flair, which was a barn burner. He missed. Two of the best matches at WrestleMania and the Pyro show. Just to complain about how the seats were uncomfortable. But he got us moved ten rows closer in the family and friends section. Yeah. We were sitting next to Jeff Jarrett's wife and Mick Foley's daughter right by the entranceway where all the wrestlers, not by the entranceway where the wrestlers were walking in for like the television, but like there's the hard cam tower where all the controls are. And the wrestlers, when they were done with their matches, would put on like a like a windbreaker and come out right there next to us and watch the matches. Like he got us moved to one of the most exclusive areas of the Superdome. God. And like as That's... soon as I was reluctant, and I was like, I'm not moving. I'm not moving. Yeah, I'm not I, moving. Yeah. I'm going to be a dick about this. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as I moved over there, I was like, this is so much better. This is I need dope. to stop. Stop. Just let Greg do just, his thing just, whenever, just, whenever, like, whenever it's happening. Because he didn't say come to the office with me. No. No. I was just like, <laughs> he was like, the man's 40, and he's been a wrestling fan his entire life and had never been to a WrestleMania. I was like, you're missing it. Yeah. You're missing it. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that got me, the other thing that gets me about that is that, like, you and I might complain about the comfortability, like, how comfortable a seat is, but Greg is as thin as a rail. <laughs> he fits into any seat. Yeah, he does. The, the seats are not uncomfortable. He's got a back issue, though. Fuck off. <laughs> like, get real. Back issue. That's why you drink whenever you're at WrestleMania. Oh, to boy. Get the- <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like,. They had the they had the Bud Light man walking up back. and down the Ignore aisles. Ignore your back, dude. By the slinging time, him. keep slinging him. <laughs> by the time the last match came on, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, a match that nobody wanted to see, yeah, that they were forcing down our throats. Everybody in the Superdome 
was wasted yeah. and tired, and they took that shit over. And eighty thousand people, I watched and experienced eighty thousand people take a collective dump <laughs> on two men <laughs> on worldwide television. That's so funny. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> it was. I, it's one of my fondest memories wow. of my entire life. And two rows in front of us was the guy that knocked out CM Punk in the UFC. <laughs> he was a part, he, Mickey Gall was a personally invited guest of the WWE to sit in one of the best sections at WrestleMania because he knocked out CM Punk. That's awesome. Oh, anybody that knows what I'm talking about, you're just salivating because that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, oh. I think I think let's move on and I think we could just move right here. Okay. Because we've already we're at thirty minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Uh, new segment, Citizen of the Week. Citizen of the Week. There's goes, a guy in Michigan. A guy in Michigan has been for years. Uh-huh. For years he's had this sign up. Yes. Trying to deter speeders uh-huh. in his neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So this is my dad? <laughs> Something that Scott would do? Um... He doesn't like speeders in our neighborhood. <laughs> I don't like them either in their neighborhood. My mom doesn't like anybody in our neighborhood. Oh, that's if the, not okay. If anybody drives by, my mom goes, who is that? Who's that? Who is that? And I was like, mom, somebody driving somebody. <laughs> it's a person. If somebody, oh, forget about it. If someone's walking down the street, fucking forget about it. That's creepy, though. Who <laughs> <laughs> walks in Texas? In Texas City, a lot of people walk. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're a nice blend of all social classes. So this, tell me about this sign that this guy so has. So this sign says... There's nothing happening in the world this week. That, there's that, nothing going that, that on. That isn't a, like an atrocity of some sort. <laughs> that so. we don't want to cover on what's supposed to be a comedy podcast. Right, so... So, so the sign says, Are you blind? It 25. It 25! This sign has been... Wait, up- no, that was too redneck. Are you blind? It twenty five. Twenty five. That's a what is that? That's, that's Canadian sort of. Michigan. Well, it's Michigander. Yeah, Fuck Michigander. Them. Like gives a shit. Michigan. Michigan. Gives a shit what a Michigan person sounds like. Yeah. Right. Right. Nobody in Michigan. Is it the upper? This. Is it like the Upper Peninsula? No, it's it lower. The, or it's, is it the it's, Mitten? It's the Mitten. It's LP. <laughs> Not LP. LP on the left, but it's no. Lower Peninsula. <laughs> lower Peninsula. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, it is a peninsula. I've always just called it the mitten. Wow. Okay. <laughs> the sign's been up for years, and he has not corrected it. That's amazing. Doesn't care to. Because why would you? Right? Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him. Citizen of the week. Yeah. This man He's is... He's the winner. Speaking of correcting signs... Yeah. I was up front at the restaurant two weeks ago. Yeah. And somebody had made the sign for the sidewalk, the sidewalk sign. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Apple board. Yeah, exactly. So somebody had written, um, come on in, frostiest margaritas in town. <laughs> but on margaritas, before the S on the end of it, for some reason he put an apostrophe. And I see some, like, some <laughs> middle-aged Upper East Side lady walk up, oh, look no. at the sign, lick her finger, and erase the apostrophe. <laughs> You know what? The good Michigan is dethroned. <laughs> our new citizen of the week is that you, lady. You middle-aged Upper East Side lady. You fixed our sign because the guy who wrote it didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. And I love you for that. It's like, I'm not going to bother them, but I am going to fix this. So I, I, look, I noticed it. I noticed it that day, and I was like... I don't give a shit. No, yeah. It just gets to a point where it's like, oh, I don't. Yeah. This Fine. is the lady that comments on grammar on Facebook. Like, yes. this is that type of person. Yeah. She it's just couldn't. Y O U R. It's possessive. Yeah. Whatever, lady. Whatever. Get um, out of here. Citizen of the Week dethroned by a new <laughs> Citizen of the Week. <laughs> um, Speaking of the opposite. Yeah, the convict of the week. Uh, we TMZ ran a background check on Charles Manson that came up clean. Clean as a whistle. Nothing. Nothing. Not, no even, a, not even a parking ticket. And you know what? He didn't do anything. You know. He was just talking shit, writing songs. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's just telling these people. It's not his fault these people bought into it. Hey, yeah. Like, what's he going to do? Like, 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 there's only so much you can do. And he's like, I didn't mean you. I didn't mean for you to go do this. <laughs> Shit. Jesus Christ. I mean, I y'all. definitely didn't orchestrate this whole plan. Not at all. <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm Charles Manson. Literally. Oh, my God. That's so funny, though. Makes that It kind of, like, makes me feel better about myself. If he has a clean record, I'm squeaky clean. Dude, I'm a he, Boy yeah. Scout. If he has a, cl- I mean, I don't, I wouldn't have anything on my record to begin with. I got speeding. a bunch of speeding tickets. I got one speeding ticket. He says your dad was a cop. Well, I got the speeding ticket in my home county. That's because your dad was wanted to teach you a lesson. He, well, yeah, but he wouldn't have gotten. <laughs> that was the only time I got pulled over. Really? Ever? Oh my god, I've been pulled over. I've only I don't been, even know how many times because I, I normally go the speed limit. You can ask Andrea. I it know. pisses her. Well, off. I do now. I do now. Like whenever I was, God, when, uh, I remember my first ticket, and then I remember another ticket that I got, um, a day that my mom, <laughs> my mom found out that I got a bad grade, and double whammy. She called me and said, "Where are you right now?" And uh, I was like, "I'm out." And I was like hanging out with somebody, and she just goes. You need to get home right now. I saw your grade on your fucking test. Blah blah blah. She didn't say fucking. So like she and, and she's like, you need to get home right now. And I was like, Ugh. and I was really mad. And I was speeding, and I got pulled over. And she was sitting there waiting for me when I got home, like ready to chew my ass out about the grade. And I'm just like, I walk in, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm gesturing. So I, like, just just like, what? Like, I was just like, what? <laughs> Nobody passed that test. Literally. Uh, but it was it was one of the... That, God. Those are the only two tickets I really remember. And then there was another one that I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> so, speaking, I just... You but but there's a million others. Like, I, I, I've gotten so many... Like, I literally think I, I've, I've gotten probably, like, around... Seven speeding tickets. You know what I completely forgot about? What? My $1,200 worth of parking tickets from the city of San Marcos. Yes, I, I racked up $200 at one point, and they they sent my parents a bill. Or they sent me a bill to my parents. And yeah, they sent me a bill to my parents at my parents' house, and, uh, you know, no respect for privacy. My mom just opens my mail. <laughs> Or whoever did. It might have been my dad. I don't think it was. Uh, <laughs> opens my mail and goes, what the fuck are you? You owe $235. I was like, I know. I know. I know. I have it. I didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad gets the bill for this, and they they booted my truck that day. Oh, my God. So my dad calls the city of San Marcos and talks them into taking the boot off so I can get there to pay the tickets off. Yeah. Because you can only pay them in person. Right. So my dad goes, okay, I talked to them. They're going to take the boot off. The money's in your account. Go pay the tickets off. And then when you're done, I want you to take that truck and shove it up your ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's a direct quote from James Halberry Jr. (laughs) Oh, my God. And speaking of getting called home for things, okay, I just, this, you triggered this memory. We were at my best, you know my best friend Colin. Yeah. Hey Colin, he listens every week. He's a loyal son of a bitch. Yeah. We were at my birthday, his birthday party at his house, and it's a great time. I'm 20, okay? I'm fucking 20 years old, and we're drinking, we're having a great time, and my mom calls me about two hours into the party at like 9 p.m. Yeah. And says, where's your dad's skillet? And I said, what? My dad had his favorite skillet. That was his favorite skillet to cook eggs in. At 9 p.m.? At 9 p.m. He wanted to cook some eggs. My dad's favorite food is breakfast. Okay. All right. (laughs) So she's screaming at me on the phone. What did you do with your dad's favorite skillet? He wants to cook some eggs. I'm like, Mom, I didn't do the dishes. I don't know where the skillet is. (laughs) And then she starts screaming, you threw it away, didn't you? (laughs) You fucking threw it away. And I said, no. She goes, get your ass home right now and find that fucking skillet. 
And you're drunk. I go up to Colin and I say, I gotta go home real quick. And he says, why? And I said, I gotta go help my dad find his skillet. And wow. so I get home. And when I get home... My and obviously dad, you took an Uber home. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and Colin lived two blocks from me. Okay. So I get home and dad is cooking his eggs in his skillet. And they're both just like acting like nothing happened. Fuck that. They both look at me like, oh yeah, we found it. It's all parents. good. You can go back. Parents. <laughs> that is Parents 101. Oh my God. It makes me so scared to be a parent because I know I'm going to be exactly like them. You know? <laughs> like, like and, which is great in a lot of ways. But then there's also that. I mean, we turned out pretty good. Yeah. But I then there's say. also like those moments where you're just like, Insane, because it's like it happens to me all the time in my house by myself, and you're just insane. You're like, "Why the fuck is my skin?" Just like irrationally mad. About yeah, about something. about something that's totally nonsensical, and there's just like this person sitting in the corner, like, "What the fuck is this person? What the fuck is she sitting Matt's on the couch problem right, now, right now?" Trying really hard not to bust out laughing because <laughs> that's me about everything, and that's like most of. I don't know. It's a big part of I bump experiencing the- your parents as a child. That's a big part of it. It's just like, why are they so mad? <laughs> I bumped into the couch the other day. It's goddamn motherfucker. Oh, no, Jesus that's worse. Christ. I stubbed my toe this morning. No, I bumped oh. my hip. Oh. Like, very oh, yeah, lazily bumped my hip. It's too like, much, Matt. God Calm damn. down. And Andrea's, what's wrong? I was like, I bumped my hip on the couch. Did it hurt? And so, just to put me in my place, she goes, oh, poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you're right. I'm being an asshole. <laughs> uh, Ontario man. What's this about, Ian? Ontario man. He won the lottery two weeks Twice. in a row. Twice. He's been learning all the wrong lessons. Exactly. I want to win the lottery two weeks in a row. He won 100 He didn't win that much money, though. No, because it's a weekly Canadian lottery. Yeah, I mean, and everything's worse over there. Yeah, every, yeah, for real. I mean, like, <laughs> I get it. You know, Justin Trudeau, he's a good liberal man. Look at my socks. Look at my socks. I go to the gym. Yeah. Like, I get it. He's he's a cool dude. Yeah. But a lot of stuff up there sucks. It's like every, It's like if America just got a B in everything. <laughs> <laughs> we may have a lot of problems, but what we're good at, we're really fucking good yeah. at it. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. What would you do if you won the lottery? If I won that amount of money, or, just, or like one of these Powerball like five hundred million dollar lotteries, because he because he won like a hundred grand, and then like what else? Seventy grand? Seventy five? Seventy five? So he so he's walking away after taxes. He's getting a little over a hundred grand total. Yeah. And if I got that, I don't know what I'd do. I couldn't stop working with that amount of money. No, 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 no. That's the kind of money that's where the, that's the you're that's gonna the bummer your, of that. You're gonna buy yourself a couple of nice things, but and then you're gonna invest the rest of that money. Right. I might like. I don't know what I'd do. I'd move. That's for fucking damn sure. Where would you move to? Uh, I, anywhere that isn't Bushwick <laughs> in New York City. Yeah, I can feel you. Somewhere, maybe you know, Williamsburg gets kind of a dumpy rep, rap. Whatever the word is. I don't think it gets a bad rap. I think it just gets... It's not that it's a dumpy rap. Williamsburg gets the rap of... Fake. Yeah, fake. Like, it's a veneer. Yeah. And it and it is. Like, you walk around Williamsburg now. I mean, but, even from whenever I worked there, like, three years ago, it's unrecognizable. Like, it's crazy. But it's so much closer to Manhattan. It's so much closer to Manhattan, but it's also... The apartments you can get there are so nice. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. You never looked at Williamsburg Apartments? No. Oh, bro. No. So nice. So, so nice. But they're in those, like, big empty buildings, though. Some of them. I fucking hate those buildings. There's this one that's, like, right along the J-Line, right before you go and get on the bridge. Mm -hmm. And it just... Whenever I first moved to the city six years ago, it was, like, primo view. Like, that moment on the J-Train, it was just like, you could just see all of Manhattan all at once, right as you got on the bridge, and then you get into the bridge, and you can see less of it, it's a little more obstructed. But they built this big, pimple, gray, (laughs) this big fucking blackhead of a (laughs) block of a building, and they just put it right in the middle of that view. (laughs) 
God. And that fucking building has been empty for four years. Oh, my God. I've never once seen any sort of action in it, any sort of movement. It's just empty. (laughs) With signs up that say apartments for rent. (laughs) And I'm like, who's renting them? So I know exactly what I would do if I won the lottery. Yeah. And because you know me, I don't do anything small. It's either big or it's not done at all. Yeah. I'm winning that $500 million lottery. Uh-huh. Okay? And if I won the $500 million lottery, number one, I would take the annuity. Okay. I would take the annuity. I'd get paid a few million dollars every year yeah. for the next 40 years or whatever so it is. Yeah. I would also... Invest in New York real estate. Dude, for real though. Yeah. That's what I would do. I'd just go buy a couple of dump ass apartment buildings in like Crown Heights and charge $3,000 of fucking Renovate apartment forms. Oh, yeah. And just start printing money. Yes. Yeah. Just a license to print money. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, that's all I could think to. Like, the best thing I could think to do was A, you know, you're supposed to that's have. That's what I would do. I would, you're supposed to have 25 to 30% of your money in securities and 25 to 30% of your money in real estate when you have a certain level of wealth. Yeah. So, absolutely. I'd invest in some, like, super safe, like, 10 to 12 to maybe high end 15% return bonds or like uh, mutual you know, funds. You know way more like the, money than the me. The S&P. I have more money than you. That's yeah. why. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was mean. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, what do I do with $900? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I've got some advice. No, I'm no. kidding. No, like, you know, a mutual fund with like S&P or BNY Mellon. Something where it's just safe. It's low impact. It's low risk. Put that money there for a while. And then the rest and then more in real estate and then others in just like regular savings accounts. Yeah, I just spend it all. I'd get all that. I get that 500 mil right up front. <laughs> I'd buy I'd buy like a big house in Hoboken. <laughs> oh, boy. yeah, just to fuck just to piss you off. Hoboken? Uh-huh. And hey, then, Matt, you coming over? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a short ride on the path. Oh god. Ugh. The P word. Don't say the P word around me. The path is nicer than the. The path is subway. a. It's a nice train. It's nice. We had this group come into the restaurant the other day. It was like ten people that just smelled like Jersey. They smelled like Taylor Ham and refineries. How does how does how do how do they go to the Upper East Side? That's what we were thinking. Sadie, like, like why? Sadie, like, Sadie said, "How the fuck did they get here? The path train doesn't go this far, right? <laughs> like, what do they do? They just like get out at Penn Station and are like, just get to the seventies and keep going." I heard the billionaires live in the Upper East Side. Let's go hang out with them. They're not better than us. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> That's the whole point of being a billionaire. <laughs> Sorry about you. Just to be better than everybody else. <laughs> Riffing, brother. Yeah, <laughs> we were, we, you know, we've done about half of the things that we said we were gonna do. But that's but, a good. Yeah, so, that thing that's good. We were, are we really women. gonna talk about Little Women? Well, I mean, we really. I mostly just want to shit on T- Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet and his stupid name, Tim Chalmet. Tim, uh, yeah, he's Tim Chalmet <laughs> from New York. <laughs> hey, I'm Tim Chalmet from New York. I'm in the fucking get out of here. It's I'm in the union. I get paid double time during Monday Night Football. I'm <laughs> putting my eight kids through SUNY. You know. <laughs> um, they go into SUNY Purchase. I ain't got all that money to go tend a farm upstate. What do you think this is? What do you, I mean, I'm not completely made of money. No. Um, apparently he was <laughs> on Fallon. only makes $75 an hour. Apparently he was on Fallon saying, like, no, my name is Timothy. It's okay. You can call me that. <laughs> and it's like, then spell it like Timothy, you fucker. Uh, so we have no clue what Little Women is about, even though it's a book and it's a movie and it's a musical. What do you think it's about? I think it's about young women yeah. in the prairie days. The That's pra- all the, I know. It's about prairie women, right? It's about prairie women. So all, there's a lot of rickets. So they're like doing laundry and they're... Getting beat up by getting, their dad. Yeah. And getting promised off. It's kind of, Maybe it's kind of like the American prairie version of A Fiddler on the Roof. Because okay. I, think, I think one of them's getting like promised off to some guy because he has a bigger farm or some shit like that. And I could be just like... And she has huge tracts of land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could be way off. I could be just like out of this world incorrect. They should reboot Little Women with all men. <laughs> and 
all men cast. I'm being a petty little bitch right now. <laughs> little men. Are we further far enough from the Ghostbusters thing to just finally admit that it wasn't good? I think so. It wasn't good. I, it had it had its moments, but overall, it was not the greatest. No. Just uh, a joke machine. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so that's what's going on with Greta Gerwig. She's a she's dope. She's dope, and she's got this all star cast coming up for Little Women. She better because she's just kicking ass. It's Meryl Streep, uh huh, Emma Stone, uh huh, Saoirse Ronan, okay, who's a complete and total goddess right. walking on this planet, and Tim Sha- Tim Chalmet. Tim Chalmet. Tim Chalmet. We need to figure out reasons. To bring him up in every episode, I every think. episode Just from here on out, home that that's his name, and hopefully we get not famous. Timothy Chalamet. Hopefully we get Tim famous Chalamet. and we get a big following, and he comes on the show. God, that'd be great. Hey, Tim, could you imagine his tiny, skinny little ass in between our two big asses? Yes, Just, I can. Just sitting right here in between us, getting kind of turned on. By <laughs> just, <laughs> right here in between us, we're just staring at him, and he's just like, ah, "I'm so nervous right now." Through our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Tim Chalmet? Offering him a peach. <laughs> you want? Comes in. We got you some peaches, Tim. <laughs> Don't worry, we took out the pit. And now let's move on. Let's finish this week with "Don't at me, bro." Don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. Star Wars fandom, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm so like I literally am just trying. I I recently look. I took a time off of Facebook because Facebook is dumb. But I've gotten back into it because I miss being dumb on Facebook. <laughs> and I part of that was I joined this shit posting group, and all I and like I. I've gotten over a thousand reactions from this thing that I uh, that I put that basically just says all the new movies are good or and if you don't think so, you're wrong because they are. They're exciting. They're fun. They're they're Star Wars movies. I can't imagine leaving a Star Wars movie without at least just thinking, oh well, you know that was fun. It might not have been didn't change my life, but it was still really good because that's exactly what a movie does. It shouldn't change your life. It should just be really good and just be something that you enjoy for two hours at a time, two and a half hours at a time. It's it the movie is good. You shouldn't hunt down actresses on their social media. And make their lives a living hell just because you think that their character wasn't written very well. Get the fuck out of here! Like, like it's ridiculous how sexist, how like homophobic, how because I put that thing on in this group where I, where I, you know, I was obviously like trying to get a reaction out of people, right. but I got direct like direct messages from strangers telling me to die, faggot, and like all this stuff. Like it all, all like. Uh, based off of something that was clearly a joke. Like, like I was clearly joking and people are like sending me direct messages calling me the F word and telling me to die. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, this, this fandom is ridiculous. They only ever target women and, mm-hmm. and Ryan Johnson a little bit. Like, well, a lot of it. But well, they're, like, in, they're insoles. But, the, like, it's anytime they, they, they feel that they can pivot it to a woman, they do it. So now they're targeting Kathleen Kennedy. And they're just going so hard. They're like trying to prove that she's ruining Star Wars. And the end. uh, Oh, did you hear about this? This dude. Did you hear about this thing? Did you see this thing? uh, Did you hear about the thing? Hey, did you see this thing? Uh, It's on the news today. Uh, No, this guy on. I don't know who he was. I think it might have been Stupendous Wave. um, uh, Who's who's like a Star Wars guy on YouTube. But uh, he. uh, he, he posted. He's like, I have the producers and and the money uh, to remake the Last Jedi as the fans see fit. We just need to get in the room with Disney and sit down with them. Literally, I hate, I hate this guy. Literally, I don't even know who this guy is. And he and like and like some idiot celebrities gave them like the time of day on Twitter and said, "What the fuck are you talking?" Like they're they're making fun of them and saying that they're wrong. But then all of a sudden, this dude has like the tr- he suddenly it's like when the proles rise up in 1984, except the proles are trolls. <laughs> and, they're, and they're awful people. They suddenly they they think that there's this actual movement happening where. You can just target these these people, these women that are in charge, or these women that are acting in these in these stories. I mean, who 
shits on Daisy Ridley. Dude, they're the incels. Yeah. Involuntarily yeah. celibates. Yeah, those motherfuckers. The people that think that, that women they, that women hate them because right. they're something or whatever. No, women hate you because you're a piece of shit. Right. And in, in your in your in your antisocial you're, and, and you and you don't know how to talk to people and you think that it's super important to ruin someone's life over a movie that you didn't like. Like fuck your fuck get, off. Fuck off. Like I like to quote to quote you eat my feet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, it's truly like it, it's 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 kind of scary. Like it, it's just because mainly because I, I'm worried that it will ruin something that I really like. Because eventually, it's like I don't want to be a, like you look around. Like you love wrestling, right? Yes. But and you there but is you, a cult subculture of wrestling fans that make me embarrassed to be associated with wrestling. Yeah. Just the same way, and they're in the wrestling industry. They're incels too, right? But like. If that turned into the majority or the loudest part of the wrestling fandom, eventually you're just going to be like, all right, I'm not going to fucking bother with this. I'm not going to buy tickets to go see this anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to – I'll just watch it quietly from my home and enjoy it when I can get to it because yeah. you, can, you, cause you can't recognize the people that you grew up with yeah. and, and, like the, and, the, and the scene that you – uh, are, are a part of and identify with. And I mean, like, like the, the incel know that I like Star Wars. I don't know. The like, incel people in the wrestling community are like exiled because yeah. they they shit on the women's wrestling movement, which has made the show ten thousand times better than yeah. it used to be. Right? They shit on it and they shit on the women wrestlers, and they are like, they are shoved to the side in the wrestling community like you guys are pieces of trash like, just, we're only here to complain about Roman Reigns not Charlotte Flair yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> uh, but like it's just so I don't know so don't at me bro stupid Star Wars fans just watch the movies and, and have fun mm-hmm. and, and don't grow up don't try to apply this to your life it's about space wizards with laser samurai swords why are you taking it so seriously? It's not your life. <laughs> your life is what's happening to you every day. <laughs> I try to remember that every time I watch Monday Night Raw and get furious at the creative direction, I have to remind myself it's that not it's, real. it's a television show. It's a television show. It's a television show. God and damn it. And if you don't like it, don't buy a ticket to it. Right. You know what I mean? But at the, same, like, at the same time... When stuff's bad, it's really bad. Eventually. And sure, like, offer some criticism, but, like, don't be a sexist dick about stuff. That's true. And don't be be throwing around F words, calling people fags, and, like, Like like, that's just ridiculous. They targeted from Last Jedi. She did a great job in her role. Right. We may not agree with how it was written, or it may have been kind of. It's a little lame. It was like Act Two fodder. Yeah, like, it was a little lame. Yeah, but but she cares. She did a good job. Yeah. I mean, come she's, on. She served the role. She's, she's a good she actress. Didn't take away from the she movie. Did, she's a good actress. She got a huge opportunity. Yeah. And probably made a damn good amount of money on doing that movie. Actually, the actors don't make dick on Star Wars God movies. Damn it. Now I'm mad. That's like Mark Hamill has only made like $300,000 off the sequels. Now I'm super mad. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I'm insanely angry. I'm insanely angry. That's the same thing you've ever heard. Which brings Which, me... But the one good thing, though, is that I think Daisy Ridley and, and uh, I call him Kylo Ren now, uh, Ben Solo. No, uh, Adam Driver. Uh, Daisy, Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver, I think they are making the most yeah. out of the sequels. That would make sense. Because I think Daisy was like sat well, down with them after Force Awakens and was like... They got the most screens. Like, hey, yo, I'm kind of Luke Skywalker now. Like, <laughs> you have to pay me. <laughs> Adam Driver came in and was like, I'm 6'8". Yeah. <laughs> and very wide. <laughs> My nose is gigantic. Pay me more money. <laughs> you know how much cocaine can fit in this nose? I need more money. Don't make me call Lena. <laughs> oh, God. She'll annoy the hell out of you. She will make Twitter posts. I love how I just, I love how I just went from like, don't shit on women to shitting on Lena Dunham. Uh, well, okay. Let's get this straight. <laughs> Let's get this straight. And I may have to change my don't at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but no, let's get this straight. Shitting on women as a whole and specifically targeting women to make them the reason why things aren't the way you like them yeah. is what these people do. Yeah. Some women, just as some men, 
Some women fucking ask for being fucking made fun of. Yeah. And Lena Dunham is one, one of them. One thousand percent. Oh my god. She's actually the most I can think of. Like her and Tana Mojo from YouTube with her whole oh. TanaCon thing. Okay. That's a whole other story. I don't know that one. Yeah. Anyway, we won't go into it. Um, we can cut that. Sure. Um, Lena Dunham is just absolutely made her movement look like a joke. Yeah. With her just flim flam and wishy washy crap. Well, then, well, then uh, I, it's also like the stuff that you hear about her outside yeah. of all of it, like yeah, her use of the n word and like and. Yeah, it's annoying. She's so yeah. annoying. <laughs> so I'll go to my actual don't at yeah. me, bro. Don't at, don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. Don't at me, morning people. Yep. Morning people. Okay, I get it. You got up at 5 a.m. You went to the gym. You accomplished more by 7 a.m. than most people accomplish in a day. Well, guess what? Good for fucking you. I don't give a shit. I want to sleep. You can keep shoving your morning person shit in my face about how you got to the bagel store before everybody else got to the bagel store. So you got fresh, hot bagels. Well, guess what I got? I got a lot of really good sleep. And I feel better for it. And I don't give a flying fuck about you and your gym routine and your soy latte. Oh, my God. The Rock? Yeah. The Rock? Tell you me. were in the gym at 3 a.m. clanging and banging? Guess what? Don't give a fuck. Yeah. He's also worth $300 million. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't care how much money somebody is worth if they're fucking constantly telling me how much better they are than And me. how much earlier they get up in the day. I don't care. Getting up at 3 a.m. to work out just seems antithetical to... How like is it, I, he he says that he does that in order to live his best life, yeah. and I'm like, you're not living your best life, dude. You're living a strained, you're tired living, life. Yeah, you're putting a lot of stress on yourself. Yes, like that. We don't need you to. And we get it. We get it. The Rock heel character from WWF television will talk about how much money he made and how many chicks he banged. Guess what I don't do? I don't give a shit about either one of those things. Because those <laughs> don't make you a good person. But you know what makes you a bad person? Shoving your fucking routine down people's throats. Get some sleep. You sound like you need it, morning people. Don't at me, bro. <laughs> don't at me, bro. All right. That's it. I think that's it. We're at an hour and four. We're at an hour and four. It'll probably be cut down to an hour. We're going to cut that part out. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Leave it. Who cares? Uh, I, <laughs> nobody's listening. Um, uh, you got anything else? I don't have anything else. I got nothing else. I'm hu- I'm tired. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I'm going out tonight. Where are you going? We're going to Bar 9, Dueling Pianos. Oh. Because we're thinking about hiring them for our wedding. Cool. Because it'll be dope. Anyway. So with this, I leave you with my favorite quote. From the Jurassic Park franchise. Yes. And I'll just say, Alan.